Hello, good day everybody and welcome again to another episode of the Sermon Series by Spotlight on the World. Thankfully, this week is actually the fifth anniversary of Spotlight on the World. Five years of sharing the word. Wow. We want to thank the Lord God Almighty for his mercies and grace throughout these years for helping Spotlight to accomplish this milestone. We also give special thanks and appreciation to every one of you who follow us, who like us, who um, listen to our content, our podcast and everything. Without you, we couldn't accomplish this and we are grateful to everyone. Today is another wonderful day and we are here to listen to the word of God. Shall we pray? We thank you so much, our Father Lord in heaven, for the grace and the mercies the Lord continue to bestow unto us. Father, please bless us as we are about to hear your word. In your son's name, Amen. My name is Emmanuel Atulik and today I would like to share this message with you. The title of today's sermon is Why Worry When There Is God? Why Worry When There Is God? Why worry? Why would you worry? Why do you worry? Why worry? We all worry. Old people, young people, Christians, non-Christians, everybody. We worry about things we can and cannot change. Oh. We worry a lot about the past, about the future, about the present, about what other people think about what we can do about how to make our life better about things we could have done to make our life better about other people about even the whole principles of life is this life really worth it and a lot of things we tend to we just worry ourselves and get this leads to anxiety we get anxious over many things and and we just worry, especially about, about things we cannot change. And that is why I believe this is the message that everyone has to hear now. Why worry? Why do we worry? <laughs> there is a, a, a popular saying that if you have a problem, if you can do something about it, why do you worry? If you can't do anything about it, why do you worry? This really depicts that worrying is one of the things that waste everybody's time it's just a waste of time because it doesn't add anything to you it only affects your sanity and, and your peace of mind we worry so much about what we we'll eat what we we'll wear where we we'll go who will become in the future when we will die what the meaning of life is we worry about so many things and some we do not even have control over you see, we don't really have much control over, over the thoughts that come into our heads. We don't have so much control over the thoughts, the kind of thoughts that come into our head. But we have so much control on the ones we can dwell on and the ones we can focus on and the ones we can channel our energy into. The thoughts we think affect our life and affect our productivity. And so as Christians, once our thoughts are only worries, we are just worried about everything, everything, everything. We are just worried about everything. It affects our way of life. They say there is power in your thinking. Thoughts are magnets. So what you think about, you attract. So if you are always worried, you attract problems and the things you worry and are insecure about. 
um, especially post-COVID, after um, the coronavirus, times have become hard for a lot of people, especially for people in Africa, particularly Ghana. Prices are high, food, fuel, shelter, everything costs very highly lately. And then there is um, less employment or less job opportunities. And so many people who are completing in their school are not getting jobs. That times are hard, basically. Times are hard. And I think it cuts across the world. And so you tend to worry a lot and with the current situation on, on, on the media where people who have tend to flaunt. Even people don't have tend to and for clouds they will just showcase things and when you see these things you, you feel like <laughs> you're getting pressure and all that they say the pressure is getting worse times are getting hard for people and then the people who have or the few people tend to flaunt what they have causing you to be pressured and so you tend to worry you tend to be thinking you feel like why are you not good enough is it that god doesn't love you or you are you are not worshipping God and so he's not blessing you. You tend to be worried. But today I'm here to tell you that don't worry. You don't have to worry. Don't get anxious and don't be pressured for things of this world. Because a man's life does not consist only in possessions. You understand? I kindly open your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 11. The Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter 12, sorry, Luke chapter 12, Luke chapter 12, Luke chapter 12, verse, uh, let me see, 16, and he told them a parable saying, the land of a rich man brought forth plentifully, and he thought to himself, what shall I do, for I have nowhere to store my crops, and he said, I will do this, I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all the grain and my goods, and I will say to my soul, So you have amp- you have ample goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be weary. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul is required of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God and he said to his disciples therefore I tell you do not be anxious about your life and what you shall eat nor about your body and what you shall put and what you shall put on for for life is more than food and the body more than clothing and this is where I like the most 24 consider the ravens they neither sow nor reap they have neither storehouse nor barn and yet God feeds them of how much more value are you than the best? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a cubit to a span of life? If then you are not able to do as small a thing as that, why are you anxious about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arid like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass, which is alive in the field today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you? O oh, men of little faith, 
and do not seek what you are to eat and what you are to drink nor be of anxious mind for all the nations of the world seek these things and your father knows that you need them instead seek his kingdom and these things shall be yours as well amen listen to what the bible is telling us the bible is telling us do not worry about what you eat what you drink these things are basic things that everybody needs and god knows you need them and so why do you doubt god why do you doubt god Uh, you see from personal experience i've seen that over time um, i mean we've heard these stories you know you should have faith trust god god can do it he has done it for a lot of people and you read many scriptures especially in the old testament of god doing it for many people but as you go you you tend to think some of these things are actually by your strength you 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 don't really uh, count much to god you don't really think god's involvement is Ladly in it, but you feel like you can do it by your own. Okay, so if I go to school and I learn hard and I pass, I'll get a job. And or if I work, I'm going to earn. It's true, you are going to reap what you sow. Those things are principles, but there is still largely, largely the God factor. It is God who blesses. If you 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 do not believe in God's potential. The God you believe is very, 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 very omnipotent. He's all-powerful. If you don't believe in his potential to be able to give you food to eat, to be able to give you water to drink, or to be able to give you clothes to wear and somewhere to sleep, the basic things in life. <laughs> and what, what, what is your measure? What is the measure of your faith as a human being, as a Christian, as a believer? Do not worry. Do not worry. Leave most things to God. Of course, unless the thing is you are not a Christian. You don't believe in God. You don't want to be a believer. So you think that you are responsible for everything that can happen to your life. You don't believe in the blessings and the grace of God. You believe you can do it on your own. Then, but if you believe in God, do not worry. If you do not believe in, of course, then... I mean, you are you are believing that you are God yourself and you can work for all these things. Fine. But if you believe there is God and you believe in the power of God, you believe in how potent God is, then brethren, do not worry. If you have to worry not about these things, you shouldn't worry about the basic necessities of life. Do not worry. Do not worry. It says, so if you worry and you are anxious, from the verse 26, if you are worrying and you are anxious and all these things, can these things uh, um, add a little bit to your, your life, your, the, your span of life, from verse 25? And which of you being anxious can add a cubit to your span of life? Basically, what it says, when you are being worried and you are anxious, this worry and anxiety, have no value it's just a waste of time because even when you do it cannot even extend your life a little bit so if you cannot do that basic things then why worry there is a, a popular saying that why worry and if you have a problem can you do something about it if yes why worry do you have a problem 
can you do something about it if no then why worry it means worry is a waste of time if you have a problem and you can do something about it then why worry why don't you just go ahead and do it if you can't do something about it either then why worry because worry will not change the fact that the thing you have you can't do much about it so do not worry especially if you are a christian do not worry okay do not worry Oh men of little faith, 29, and do not seek what you are to eat and what you are to drink, nor be of anxious mind. For all of the nations of the world seek these things. Even the scripture acknowledges that these things are basic because everybody needs these things. Everybody in the world would need these things. These things are necessities. And so God knows that you need it to survive and he's going to make provision for you. There is there is a saying and I think it's a video I watched by Steve Harvey and it was like you can't tell God how to bless you and I, I really agree you can't really tell God how to bless you you can't tell God how to bless you you just have to trust him and I believe once you go further that in fact even as young people there are times when we go further and when we look back we see that oh okay so this was why I went through this problem okay with the benefit of hindsight, you see that everything was actually working together for your good. And if you knew that you have to go through those things to reach where you are, you would have said, no, these things are hard. No, no, but God knows he wants the best for you. He really wants the best things for you and you just have to trust him. Shall we turn our Bibles again to Romans chapter 8 verse 28? A very popular text, Romans 8 28. We know that in everything god works for good with those who love him who are called according to his purpose in other texts all things work together for good for those who love god and work together for according to his purpose you understand all things are going to work together for your good once you love god and you are doing the things he wants you to do you are serving his purpose and this applies to those who have decided to obey god those who have decided not to obey God, of course, they've chosen their own path. But if you believe you are, you, you, you are a son of God or a daughter of God, you are a child of God and you are uh, uh, planned to obey his word, trust that all things are going to work together for good. What you are going to go through, do you know? No. Do, uh, do I know? No. But you know that in the end, all things will work together for your good. See, maybe we are go- you are going through a hard, hard time. See, the hard times can be in many forms. It can be a form of temptation from the devil, or yes, or you are tempted by your own lust, the things you crave, the bo- uh, uh, physical desires, lust of the flesh that you crave. Those things are causing all those temptations. Or you are going through trying times because God wants to test your faith. God wants to test your faith. You understand? Or maybe you are also being uh, chastened by God. You are, you, are, you are being punished for for some wrong things you did. Because actually, a loving father is one who chastens his child. So your problems may be in one of these three. You are actually just going through a trying time because you have either uh, sinned and you are going, being chastened by God or 
God is just testing your faith like he did he did for Job. And with that one, it doesn't mean you have done anything wrong. It's just God testing your faith. God actually has so much faith in you that he can test you. And you should be proud of yourself for that. That God sees you as a worthy child that he can test you. Or the other one is obviously the, the temptation of the, the devil or our own lust. When, when we feed onto our own lust. And... It's, it can also maybe this it can also be that we are being refined we are being refined for good things because uh, even in this world you see that the best things are things that do not come easy and so yes when you are going through i mean those ones are usually physical physical you are being refined for the best things in life tough times make best people you understand but it's all a face it's all a face and you just have to trust in god and his timing you have to trust in God and His timing because all things are going to work together for your good. And so you have to self-assess yourself. Maybe if you feel you are going to a trying time, self-assess yourself and know which of them. If you actually don't find yourself doing bad things, anything wrong, then just know that God has trusted you so much that He's testing you or it is the devil working. And it is your responsibility face it head on but this is the good thing let's open our bible to first corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 first corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 first corinthians 10 13 no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man god is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your strength but with the temptation will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it amen he's saying that all the temptation you are going to go through is not one that uh, um, you are the first person going through no it is things that will happen to other faithful christians so that's the good thing if somebody can overcome it you can too and these things these temptations that you are going to um, go through god is so faithful that he will not let you be tempted beyond your strength and so whatever hard time whatever temptation you are going through it is because god believes that you can withstand and overcome it you see that is why we pray for strength always that some some of the fight is beyond our own strength but we want god to be with us but god already said he has armed us enough he's not going to let let us be tempted beyond our strength and not just that he's not leaving us just that but he's apart from the fact that he has given us enough strength that this temptation will not be able to let and the temptation overcome us he has also provided a way of escape that we can be able to endure and overcome all these temptations hallelujah so you don't have any problem just trust in god because like we read in romans and it's that romans 8 20 that all things work together for good for those who love god and accord according to his purpose so do not fear and do not worry do not be anxious because god has got you remember you can't really pressure god on how he bless you he knows the end game and he's giving you the best route to a good life however um let us turn our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 19. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are all we are of all men the most to be pitied. In other words, if for this life alone we have hope, we are the most pitiable of all men. 
God is saying that, or what the Bible is telling us that, our hope necessarily in Christ is not limited to this world. It is out of this world. And so even if people go through um, trying times, the focus should always be on heaven and the kingdom of God. Do not focus on the pleasures and treasures of life. We've read in scripture in Matthew where uh, 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 righteous Lazarus was poor. He made it to um, paradise. He made it to, um, uh, let's say, you go to heaven. But this is a man who was poor on earth. We are not limited to the pleasures and the treasures of this world, the food, the good. No, no, those are not the focus. I mean, not that God will not provide it. As we read in uh, Luke chapter 12, that God is going to provide these things for you. Do not worry. But in as much as He's going to provide these things for us while on this earth, let us make our focus or let us direct our focus to heaven and to things that really matter, things beyond this world. So if for this life only we have hoped in Christ, then we are of all men most to be pitied. For this life is not a happy place. This life, today you are here, tomorrow you are gone. Today you are happy, tomorrow you are sad. You are just losing loved ones and all that. This life is not a happy place. That is why they say we are just travelers and sojourners of this world. This world is not our home. God knows this is not our home. And so, brethren, do not worry. Do not worry. Because all things are going to work together for our good. Don't be tired. Don't be faint. Don't be weary. And don't worry. Don't be anxious. Trust in God. Trust in God. Um, let's turn our Bible again to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 to 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let all men know your forbearance. The Lord is at hand. Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. He says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Trust that the peace of God surpasses all imaginations and understanding in this world or of this world or from this world or in this world because and that peace which surpasses all this understanding of in and from this world is going to keep your heart and your minds in christ jesus hallelujah just trust in god let me take you back to uh, matthew chapter 6 matthew chapter 6 verse 25 to 33 therefore i tell you do not be anxious about your life what you shall eat or what you shall drink nor about your body what you shall put on it's not life more than food and the body more than clothing look at the birds of the air they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not more value are you not of more value than they and which of you, by being anxious, can add one cubit to his span of life? I like this place. And why are you anxious about clothing? 
consider the lilies of the field how they grow they neither toil nor spin yet i tell you even solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these but if god so clothes the grass of field which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven will he not much more clothe you O men of little feet therefore do not be anxious saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear for the gentiles seek these all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them all but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be yours as well 33 once again but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be yours as well therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself let the day's own trouble be sufficient for the day amen brethren do not worry and do not be anxious god has got you unless of course you are not the child of god but if you are really the child of god the son of god and you trust in the potency of god trust in his timing and know that he is going to take care of you god takes care of his children if you are going through any hard time trust in god and pray to him if you you wake up try and be content and thankful to god maybe you are you are, you are looking for a job you want food you are broke and hungry you feel you are in hard times all these things are things that are small for god and god can do them for you easily but remember you can't necessarily tell god how to bless you you can put your request before him but you can't necessarily tell him how to bless you trust that he has you in his heart he knows what you want and he's going to give it to you if you are sick or you've lost a loved one or loved ones if you are feeling depressed or you are almost feeling depressed you are going through tough times or you feel the universe is working against you or you are going through so many challenges that you even doubt yourself and your ability i saw a meme that says i used to think i thought it was one crisis after another <laughs> i was wrong multiple crises concurrently all at once all the time forever it's true adulthood is hard and it's difficult and complicated <laughs> and they say adulthood has come all those things if you are going through those tough faces in your life uh, people close to you are going through those tough faces you are sick you have relatives sick and you can't do much about it don't worry just do what you can and leave the rest to god there are some things you have to do as a human being you have to do them god is not going to do them for you or the universe is not magically going to do those things for you you have to do your part you have to play your role and then you leave the rest to god so play your role put in your maximum effort uh, hard work and dedication and be intentional about it and leave the rest to god because god really answers prayers and he wants the best for you so do not worry do not be anxious trust god and his timing and i wish you all the best i pray that the lord will be with everyone in their tough faces it's just a face never forget that and oh if you haven't given yourself to baptism you should kindly do so because all this won't matter remember if for this life alone we had hope in christ then we are the most pitiable so if you hear the word that indeed christ came to die for our sins he was buried and he rose up again. Kindly believe it and 
repent of all your sins and confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and allow yourself to be immersed or baptized in, in water and then join brethren the members of the churches of Christ to worship and to have fellowship and evangelize to other people as you edify one another and remember why worry when there is God since there is God who lives beyond the azure blue there is no need for us to worry there's no need for us to be anxious trust in God may the Lord bless the hearing of his word in Jesus name Amen.